Hey everybody, welcome to the Average Joe Music Show. I'm Creighton, your host, and I'm here with my two friends, Cam and Garrett. How are you guys doing? What's up? Doing well. We have had a, man, a, a head-banging week, that's for sure. We were listening mm. to some some serious stuff, and I want to preface this episode by saying this a lot of the stuff we're talking about today is definitely, a lot of the music is not for the faint of heart. Um, it's exactly what and, I wrote down. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I would hope that people would still check the episode out, but if you are not, I would totally understand if you turn this one off because it's, there's going to be some pretty hardcore music going on in here. That's to put it lightly. Um, we're talking about our favorite brutal female singers. Um, and we had some really great selections, I think. Uh, we probably could have come up with a whole lot more as well. Um, so what were your guys' thoughts kind of going into this episode? Um, I think it was really interesting. I think we all, as usual, had very, very different approaches to this and thoughts about this. Um, and it was really kind of interesting. It's just always interesting to see what each of us comes up with compared to the other. Yeah. I don't know on mine. Um, I, it took me all of like 10 seconds to come up with my choice. Um, of yeah. wall, walls of Jericho. Um, Same. They're just so iconic. And, uh, when I was in high school that I th- their first kind of big album came out and, we were just jamming that one all the time. And I remember that they came in concert and played this little, um, basement type show in this music store in Sandy, like in Salt Lake. Um, and it was, it was really weird. Like, it was like, you go into the music store, you know, where they sell guitars and instruments and everything. And you just go down the stairs and they had like a stage down there and stuff. (laughs) And so it was pretty like tight quarters. Um, but yeah, Walls of Jericho played there. It, it was insane. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, yeah, they, they just tear it up, you know? Yeah, I'm not surprised though, Cam. This sound, that definitely sounds like the kind of venue these guys would be at. Um, that was, I, this, this episode, like, I, I don't think I, I, I put it, I, I didn't want to like say, necessarily that i structured this one from like most brutal to least brutal or because i think all of them are the most (laughs) um i I think they all have like their aspects um of brutality um but i definitely did maybe the best way would be to put it with is i i structured it with the album with the most screams to the album with the least screams um so (laughs) if you guys haven't turned this off because we already paraphrased it but not being the faint of heart that should give your be your dead giveaway um but with that i think we'll hop in to our first topic because we pretty much set it up perfectly there cam walls of jericho all hail the dead and that album was definitely a uh that yeah it, it that that album will take you for a ride of horrors for sure that was a lot of it was a pretty <laughs> pretty crazy time man yeah um man i mean yeah where do you start it's uh they're just start to finish that album it's just it's in your face you know it's um most of the songs are around like two minutes, just, you know, full throttle the whole time. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think my favorite track off of there is All Hail the Dead, like the title track. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can't lose with any of them. Um, but like I said, yeah, I kind of got into them with a couple of friends in high school that, you know, turned me on to them and... Um, and seen them live and uh you know they've been been around for a while and their singer Candace is um you know she's the real deal like I think sometimes in in like the 
hardcore and metal scene, like sometimes um, people will do these like female fronted bands and they're kind of flashing the pan, like, you know, it's kind of a gimmick or something. And um, you never get that with Walls of Jericho. It's just like... Yeah, there's definitely no gimmicks there at all. She's, I think they do a great yeah. job of blending several different styles of metal, honestly, um, to make it sound, not sound gimmicky, I think, or uh, even dated. It still sounds pretty fresh today. I mean, from the vocals to the to the instrumentation, I mean, they they really, you can tell they have a really good idea of what they're doing when they go in and make an album. Yeah, I mean, um, like... Their album that came out in '99, "The Bound Feed the The Bound Feed the Gagged," was kind of the album that I started listening to them on. And then, when you know, a few years later in '04 on "All Hail the Dead," I feel like it's just a lot tighter. Everything is um, just a, a lot more dialed in, and you know, on the production. And um, for me, that one's just kind of that that sweet spot, you know. Um, yeah. But with my, you know, personal preference of, you know, more of the hardcore side, uh, less of the metal side, um, I, I think they're kind of a good balance point as well. Like, they're definitely like, you know, have that hardcore roots, but they do, you know, break out into some of the metal stuff and a little bit of soloing and, and that, but they still have like the nice, like, slow like chugga chugga breakdowns and stuff that that i yeah that appeal to me you know yeah it's it's got i think we've done we've talked about hardcore music a little bit so far but i think it's got kind of all of the classic things that you want from um hardcore music and i kind of noticed the same thing that it's not it's not a gimmicky band or i guess gimmick maybe isn't totally the right word, but it's not a band that just like the one great thing about it is that it has a a female, you know, lead singer. Um, yeah, it's, it's genuinely a good band I think throughout. And it's just kind of really good, straight, hardcore music. Like you said, very short songs. Um, it's 13 tracks and, you know, probably like 40 minutes or whatever. Um, which is, I think always always a good place to be. It's um not a slog to get through before um you can even really start to get too in too into a, a song or a piece of music in there. It's you know on to the next thing. Um, yeah, she's yeah man she's uh she's really great. She has a good feel for the genre and the um I think when you're talking just about brutal vocals like the um. That's that's got to be a great live show. I'm sure. I'm always yeah. amazed to see people who can scream for like an hour and a half is pretty incredible. I yeah. was gonna just say that. Like, I mean, she plows through that whole album, which I mean, I don't know the time frame it was recorded, but then having to go on tour and do that continuously has got to be. That's I mean, that's a serious feat. And I mean, um, as far as that kind of music goes and as far as like just using those type of vocals i mean she does it pretty much flawlessly um and i mean i don't think people quite realize how tough it is to incorporate let alone do a full song screaming but just i mean just incorporating screams that are on tune it's not quite as easy um as I think people think. And so you really have to hand it to those kind of singers. And I mean, her in particular, she definitely knows exactly what she's doing and how she's going to place every, every note and every point in those songs. Yeah. Um, I, I think also just kind of like, we are going to be talking about, uh, screamed lyrics, I guess for probably a minute here. So, Um, I, I, one of my thoughts on that in general is, um, here you can definitely pick out quite, quite a bit of the lyrics. Um, but I always find it interesting with like primarily scream music that even though I do go out of my way sometimes to look into the lyrics, I think it's 
maybe ultimately just not that important. <laughs> I no. think kind of the um, one of the great things about like really intense, um, whether it's screaming or not, but really intense like vocal performances um, can, you know, even if the words are nonsense or whatever, it's like um, it can convey such a, you know, raw energy or emotion, which is a lot of what you get here. <laughs> definitely like really intense lyrics um i mean that like mean that that would even go back all the way to um you know some of the earliest jazz music and jazz vocals there was people hardly even they're just using straight notes and in some cases um there's an album i can i can't think of the name of it right now i think it's something it might be archie shep cry for freedom um or something along those lines where uh one of the he has a female on there and she's i don't think she's using any words but she uses different vocal tones all the way up to even screaming at points and right. it's just impressionable and i think just like you said garrett regardless of what she's saying you you know what's going on um yeah the the mesh the message comes across one way or the other yeah kind of get get the feeling that's yeah for sure um which in turn i think leads us into our next album which is uh your choice garrett uh which is goes in and out of uh both very beautiful uh melodies and singing to you know metal screaming and maybe even a little bit of growling um and that album is Oathbreaker Rhea, if I'm saying think, that correctly. I think Rhea. Um, Rhea. But I, I'm not 100% sure. There's going to be a couple of names with this group that I'm not going to have a yeah. super great idea how to pronounce, but we, we can we can all get past that. <laughs> I yeah. Think, I, um, Belgium, I think, is where they're from, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Belgian band Oathbreaker. Um, I found them through their record label, which is uh, Death Wish Inc., which signs just kind of a lot of like um, hardcore and uh, black metal acts and stuff like that. Um, and black metal, I think, is kind of a difficult genre um, in, in the sense that I think a lot of bands that are typically considered black metal now, like this band, for instance, um, it's more that they incorporate elements of black metal. I think um, you don't see a whole lot of straight, uh, just straight black metal anymore. Um, but I kind of like this new wave of stuff. This I found this band during just kind of um, my interest in a number of things on that record label, Death Wish. Um, the vocalist for Death or for Oathbreaker, excuse me is um i believe uh i'm gonna take a try caro tangi um uh, last name t-a-n-g-h-e and she does yeah kind of like you touched on a mix of some really nice um kind of i would say more in like a shoegaze area kind of like really nice beautiful vocals that come in and out um that remind me a lot of one of my other picks I considered for this is a um, uh, Chelsea Wolf, who's like a guitar player, singer, really amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I love Chelsea Wolf. Yeah, I, it's like I think the only reason I didn't go with that is because it's a little more kind of doomy and gloomy in the overall presentation. Um, like uh, brutal, I wanted to go for just kind of really screamy and harsh stuff. Um, yeah. Which you definitely get a lot of here. I like with a lot of this black metal stuff, how you can just get like these huge walls of guitars and just kind of like indecipherable screams and wails. Yeah. It's, um, it's really intense and kind of profane, but like also really beautiful and, um, in uh, black metal and some genres of metal, you get kind of a lot of these 
classical music influences of just really like kind of big grand triumphant musical movements of like now for you know five minutes or whatever it's just gonna be shrieks and guitars <laughs> and just like waves for a few minutes and then those will kind of like trail out and you're left with just some of these like really more serene and beautiful moments um but uh yeah what did you guys think <laughs> it's um it's it's not i i get it's not everybody's cup of tea but i kind of really like this type of stuff no i uh i actually enjoyed it quite a bit and i it was it's bothering me so much because uh her vocals is like on the songs where she's you know is singing um I really was trying to pinpoint like I was like, oh man, her vocals remind me of someone and it was bugging me so much that I couldn't think of who it was. So I'm I'm to this moment. I'm still trying to figure it out. I was like, maybe it's Bjork, <laughs> but I, I don't think it was quite mm. Bjork. I was someone else I'm thinking of. Um, but like I was, I was kind of going back and forth like, man, who when when she's doing like that, you know, some of those very soft songs. And that's one thing that I don't think uh, a lot of people realize with metal music um you know not everything's a walls of jericho where it's just straight screaming the whole way through um a lot of it you know has uh these moments like that where you have this like insanely or this album mm -hmm. starts off like just very like you know i love the way this album starts off and then it goes in to those harsher moments and and it just you know ebbs and flows the whole way through and um for me, like that was something that really, like really made an impression on me, and I always love when that happens. But uh, man, she, I, I really enjoyed her voice through every moment that she, every direction she took it. I was just like pleased. I was like, okay, like I mean, kind of like I was saying with the the last singer we were just highlighting. I mean, she really knows her way around you know, so many different vocal styles that it was just, I was kind of just blown away. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I will say a fair amount of this album was definitely added to, you know, to my playlist, but you know, like you said, I mean, it may not be everybody's cup of tea, but if you're definitely open-minded about music, you're going to find something on this album that you'll like. That's something I would definitely guarantee. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, big variety on there, and like you said, it kind of takes you on a journey a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, it gives you a little bit of a break between the, the intense <laughs> moments where, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. when you're listening to Walls of Jericho, it's just, you know, it's just a brutal assault for the entire album, yeah. like straight up. All um, killer. Yeah, so, and I think, like, with, you know, hardcore it is a lot of it is just about the live show, like the oh, definitely. actual concert experience and stuff um, where, you know, that's what you want. You just want to go let loose and, um, you know, that just very intense experience the whole time. Um, but, you know, I think I was like washing my dishes or something around the house, listening to, to the Oathbreaker album. And it was, um, you know, a little more enjoyable for something like that, where you don't always want <laughs> to get pummeled while you're uh, just working around the house, you know? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> that's a very good way to put it, Cam. I I definitely think that that's, and that's one thing that, you know, I, I maybe that's something I seek out with a lot of the metal that I really love. Um, you know, I, I definitely think if someone was to look through like uh, a playlist of mine of, you know, metal artists or whatever that I really like, that's probably something they'd notice is how well a band can, um, you know, flow between those uh, moments of light and shade, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think, you know, obviously, I think those are a lot of those bands are the ones who made it big. I mean, I know we're going to, we're focusing on obviously, you know, brutal female singers, but to, you know, make a uh, more, you know, like a popular comparison would be something like you have a lot of uh, industrial bands out there like Skinny Puppy or KMFDM. And the, the, a lot of them are kind of very, you know, full throttle. Uh, you're just getting pummeled throughout an entire album. Uh, and then you have another band come in like Nine Inch Nails that can do all of that. But then at the same time, 
bring you those uh, <laughs> moments of peace or whatever it is. Uh, and yeah, like um, really kind of sincere and sort of yeah. emotional moments. Human moments, I guess. Yeah. So you kind of get more of like this human touch as opposed to, um, you know, in the metal world, whether it's robotic or it's demonic or it's uh, just straight <laughs> uh, fury. Um, you know, you're, uh, it, you know, you're getting those moments. And that's the one thing I think uh, Oathbreaker definitely did flawlessly. And, uh, I, but you know, I know we touch on these th- kind of things a lot, but one thing I did want to touch on too was uh, I think the album cover even really portrays that you kind of feel this tension um, from, you know, the hands in this like water that's like underneath a sheet or whatever it is, but you've like, you feel this tension, but it's so, at the same time it has this like very soft um like appeal at the same like time organic kind feel of, to it yeah yeah, yeah and like, it's I, um the like kind of the 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 close like um what what's that uh the like the tight shot that of uh, the composition of the photo kind of is like yeah it's simultaneously is like at first maybe you can't tell what you're looking at it's almost alien looking but somehow also human and recognizable exactly which is like, um it like also a good way to describe the music i think like yeah there's something so alarming and like almost terrifying when they just like crush you with these you know huge walls of sound and screams um <laughs> like yeah it's uh it's it, it's such a heavy vibe um I really like it. I'll have a couple of other, I think I'll wait till the end. Cause I think we'll probably do a couple of like related, um, listenings or suggestions or whatever. But, um, I would just recommend in general, if you kind of liked the general music direct general musical direction of this album, um, there is so much good stuff on that death wish Inc. Um, record label. They kind of embrace a lot of, sort of new weird sounds um that are you know in in, loosely in the world of hardcore and like black metal and just extreme metal stuff one thing i want to highlight on a black metal note as well and if i'm not mistaken i believe that um the lead in this band might have also been a female but i'm not I can't remember. It's been a while since I read the book, but there's an amazing horror book called The Ritual that if you, you know, black metal finds its way into the book and it is, it's terrifying. It's fun. And like, I, yeah, I can't recommend that enough. So <laughs> I, if huh, you're into horror books. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 book. I see. I see. It looks book. like there's yeah, a movie that they made as well as what I'm seeing. I heard the movie was terrible. It was, uh, I mean, it's, it's always, by Netflix, yeah. so it's kind of a toss up, you know? Um, right. They like to throw their money away pretty quickly at things and demand things pretty quickly. Looks, so it's, but that, that does that look book, interesting. There's, there's a lot of interesting stuff. Um, it, it's fictional. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's definitely fictional, but it's, it, you know, the, a, a black metal band does find its way into that book at some point. I, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but right. it's pretty entertaining. Uh, I mean, just the whole way through, like I, I, there wasn't really a dull moment in that book at all. And uh, yeah, my, my dad was the one who turned me on to that book. And uh, you, if you have it pulled up there, Garrett, and you want to shout out the author's name, I'm totally Adam Neville, Adam Neville. Yeah. That's that's the guy. Um, but yeah, definitely, I, I would just say read that book regardless if you're into like any kind of horror stuff, movies, TV shows, books. You should definitely read that book. It's amazing. Um, which is, anyways, uh, aside from that side note, we're going to jump right into our last album here, which was my selection, um, which is Irreversible Entanglements self-titled album. Um, which is their first release. Um, and for me, uh, I I had to, when we decided to do this topic, this was the first thing that came to my mind. And I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to back away from this one. Um, while the vocals uh, aren't, I, I definitely would say she definitely has her moments of uh, 
very powerful use of vocals. I don't know if she ever quite gets to screaming, but yelling for sure. Um, this is uh, More Mother, who's the uh, vocalist in this group, and they are kind of a, um, a jazz uh, kind of improvisational band, almost uh, leaning towards maybe avant-garde or uh, free jazz to an extent. Um, and uh, More Mother, she is... I, I could have... I said this to you guys last week when we were talking about doing this one. Um, I could have chosen really uh, pretty much anything in her catalog for this. Uh, but because this was the first thing that uh, really got me into her music, uh, I had to choose this one because also it's kind of the one that really the lyrics from this one still haunt me to this day and they just have stuck with me. So although... Um, there may not be screaming or like hard metal guitars. I would say this is equivalent, the jazz equivalent of that. Um, and her, I mean, her vocal is just so penetrating. Uh, you just, it, it, you, you hear it and you can't um, take yourself away from what she's talking to you about with these, whether it's a story or just um, repeating something to you about, you know what she's mad about i mean this her and the way she does it is almost very like zach de la roca-esque um uh, like you're just you feel it when she's when she speaks and um man i mean for from me when i just first heard this it just blew me away and I mean, I, I even remember when I, I heard this album, I was like, okay, I got to tweet about that, even though I don't have any freaking followers on Twitter. I have to talk about this because, man, I freaking <laughs> just love this album. And actually, shout out to the trumpeter in the band, Achilles Navarro. He actually um, retweeted me, and I believe even an national an uh, international anthem retweeted it as well. Uh, and he said thanks, and I thought that was super cool. But... Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I hope I got a like from More Mother, but I can't remember if I did or not. Um, but I, it was just, I, I just remember this having such a profound um, impact on me. And it was definitely, I, I have to say, as, as, as much as, uh, I mean, the drums in this as well, uh, uh, his name is Chester Holmes. I hope I'm saying that right. He blew me away but more mother's lyrics were definitely what made this album stick with me um because it just set it apart from anything else that i was hearing and that was like when i heard this i was like that's that's it like that's the future of jazz music if not the future of music alone um and i just to this day like i said like her lyrics still haunt me and her i mean the way that she is able to read these poems to you i mean like they're just going to penetrate your soul for, for years to come, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I am, I, I'm pretty pleased that, uh, we got a pick in there kind of like this. Um, cause I was kind of thinking of maybe going in a similar direction of like, why not pick, uh, a Nina Simone or somebody like that who you Definitely. might not traditionally think of as like, a brutal singer quote unquote but there's such a brutality to um so many people's lives right now um i yeah, think is definitely. really the the appeal of this album is that the br the brutal part is kind of a, a state of mind it's like why you're seeing so many um i think horror movies and stuff like that recently that are kind of more about social injustice and being black in america um because it's it's like truly one of the most brutal things that there is or like one of the most horrifying things that um yep. we face on a you know a day-to-day -day basis and see it all around us um and i i think that's um what you're referring to generally in the the content of this album is it's very um it's uh man it's very timely it sounds you know like it was made very recently which it was because you know there's yeah. um trayvon martin uh is shouted out and uh oh a, a, whole, he stands a whole out slew by, of names yeah yeah there's, i think is there's there's kind of a listicle um yeah 
but but I think it's... this album was actually made. They they got together for this album uh, because of the killing of Akai Gurley by the NYPD. Yeah. And I think they actually, I think they played an event uh, in contradiction to that and just pr- police brutality in general. But also, if I'm, if I'm getting my reading correct, they um, they recorded this whole thing in one session. Um, so, I mean, which... I believe that. Uh, I mean, maybe, like, if you're a big jazz person, that might not sound too surprising. That's really... You know, pretty common for jazz music and jazz musicians to be able to hammer things out like that. But to be able that was, to put I mean, something that was out famously like this, one of Miles Davis's big yeah. things is he often liked the the approach of getting you know these kind of like intentional large brush strokes of just you know I'm gonna take really big strokes and I'm just gonna mean yeah. it and it's like something about just sitting down and recording a thing and doing it once or twice or whatever is um pretty pretty common in jazz yeah i just i mean definitely like you said um the the content uh in this album you know talking about you know and you know how relevant it is is definitely part of the brutality but more mother's voice does not shy away from from giving you that brutal edge uh just as much as any of these other albums that we're talking about in my opinion um it's it's just like you know when she's speaking you're just like and there's a live version online that you can watch and it i mean it it solidifies definitely what i'm saying um it is it's it's insane i mean the dude was playing the saxophone uh what's his name here new ringer i mean he's like going back and forth between all these different things doing all these crazy things and she's just like you can just feel the power and i think that's what i'm talking like you can feel the power in her voice and that's where the brutality comes in and oh man i mean you definitely have to see it live it as well i mean that she's just incredible at what she does as well as all of the other musicians on this album but I just, um, I yeah. Anyway, what was that, Garrett? Uh, I do think we should note. Um, I don't know if we've really touched on it. I think you mentioned poems or poetry, but yes. it is basically spoken word. Spoken kind word, of. like yes. There's not. It's not I, much. There's not much singing. If I'm remembering even any at all, I don't think so. It's yeah. all spoken word, uh, poetry, and. I mean, prolific, profound words, just everything that comes out of her mouth, you know, like I said, it will, it'll haunt you and it will make you, it'll make you question so much and think about so much and it'll enrage you as well, just as much as any metal album for sure. Um, but like I said, um, I really could have chosen anything from her at all (laughs) because uh she has a very extensive discography she puts out a lot um and i will definitely i have a few highlights to give out for people of kind of any genre to check out as well here at the end cam any thoughts on this one yeah that was definitely unexpected um when we were looking through our choices for the week, you know, but like you're saying, I think it's that, uh, frustration in her voice that you can hear that really, you know, brings through that, uh, brutality that we're talking about. Um, I I definitely want to dig into this one a little bit more. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen to any of the, of the other albums or, um, yeah, you know, the whole discography or anything. Um, so I need to throw a little more time at this one for sure. The, they have a new one called Who Sent You, which is also amazing. Um, and uh, I, I, th- I think that one won some awards. If their first like initial you know release, their first release didn't have any. I know this one did, um, but they might have both had them. But uh, for me, I mean, I I, I love the second one. It was it was just as good. But this I had to go with this one just because. Um, yeah, I mean, this one, this Who Sent You, I believe, came out in 2020. 
you know, so even even more relevant to um, what's going on. But uh, the first one was just that one that I like. I I bought this one. I I can't remember when I heard this one, but I ended up buying it on vinyl because. I, I was I have to have that thing, you know, uh, and I found out about them much similar to you, Garrett, uh, just from the label International Al- uh, Anthem. And uh, I, if you're into jazz music, you got to give that label just to just go to like Bandcamp and check them out and purchase some stuff for sure, because everything that they've put out, in my opinion, is pretty much worth your time and worth a purchase. But um, yeah, I I. Cam, I'm going to give you some recommendations here with more mother that you should definitely check out that I think are just hundred percent up your alley. So, um, with that, uh, Garrett, I know you mentioned you had some things you wanted to bring up, uh, as some additional listening and I want to start it off with you. So let's jump into that. What, what are some of your, uh, additional listens for our Um, brutal female vocalists? The major, um, so these are probably not going to be mostly bands with female vocalists, but just kind of as a, a point of reference, I found this album, um, because of a band called Deaf Heaven, um, which put out on, uh, that same record label, the, uh, oh boy, Death Wish Inc. Um, they put out an album in 2013, I believe called, uh, yeah, 2013, that's called Sunbather, which just kind of, it's sort of, I, I listened to that album so much that year and it really resonated with me. And it is, it's musically very similar to the album I picked for this week. Um, a lot of the kind of instruments are the same. The vocals are very similar, just like super washed out, sort of like hanging out in the back of the mix, but just like, really intense kind of screaming um uh that album is incredible one of my like top albums of probably the the 2010s um definitely worth checking out i would say again obviously a lot of the stuff on death wish if i am not mistaken um salt lake's very own um cult leader i believe is on death wish um who are an excellent uh like hardcore and uh kind of metal leaning band um definitely worth checking out i think i had a couple of others i'm sort of blanking i know uh liturgy um l i t u r g y is kind of another fun one if you're into just sort of like newer interesting sort of intense metal and um is stuff in that world. Let me see if I had anything else. Um, this is always another band I recommend to people kind of when I get into talking about black metal stuff, which it's sort of odd because I don't think you'd necessarily call anything this band does black metal, but I think that they have a foot in that world, and I'll explain why a little bit, but uh, Godspeed You Black Emperor is a, uh, I believe, Montreal-based, um, pretty much exclusively instrumental band that does, like, a lot of pretty experimental, like, instrumental music. Um, there, There is a, a usually a, a guitar element, and um, me- musically it's softer, I think, than most stuff you find in black metal, but kind of, like, the the movement and sort of the size of the songs feels very in that world to me and um man you can't go wrong i love godspeed you they're a great one and that's what i got for this week cool cam what about you you got any uh additional listens uh to walls of jericho Uh, yeah Yeah, kind of following that whole black metal thing that we're on today um there's an album by Thou called Blessings of the Highest Order. It came out last year in 2020. Uh, that is a full album of Nirvana cover songs in uh, you know in the uh, black metal wow. style. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, I I love Nirvana. Me too. Um, and I've always thought it would be cool to kind of do that, like take some of those songs and make them a little heavier or like a smashing pumpkins mm-hmm. um goes hardcore kind of thing um 
They, so yeah, check they, that uh, one out. They really um, some of the the their I, I I think there's like a million songs on there. It's pretty long. Um, so they get like most of the stuff you'd think that they would, but I think that there's also like a handful of like um, uh, school and territorial pissings come to mind for me, especially of just like sort of less yeah. traditional Nirvana things you would cover. <laughs> um, it's it that that's a pretty cool one. Yeah, yeah, they. Um you know, they didn't hit on some of the big, you know, the main smells like teen spirit. They didn't go down that, that direction. Um, it's definitely more of the cuts from like in utero. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the kind of deeper cuts, you know, I'll have to check that one out. I, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I've heard of Val before, but I, I don't know if, uh, maybe it's just ringing a bell for, uh, no reason. But. I think we were, I think we were referencing something else that they covered maybe oh. a couple episodes ago. I'm trying that to remember. Yeah, they well Oh, they um they came yeah, up they that teamed Emma up Ruth with Rundle thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz okay. they teamed up with her for the their latest album. Um they did a lot of the vocals on that with Emma Ruth Rundle. Okay. That's okay. That's probably where I'm hearing that. Um yep. So for me, I, yeah, I also, I also have like a pick for that. Um, for one, kind of along your lines of uh, Walls of Jericho, Cam. Um, there's a a band called Atheist. They're pretty. They're decently popular. Don't look them up live. It might ruin it for you. It mm-hmm. did for me a little bit because uh, <laughs> the singer kind of t- looked a little bit too hokey for me. But um, the yeah, <laughs> their album Unquestionable Presence. Uh, was the first one I heard, and uh, man, I mean, it's, I don't know if you call it quite black metal, it's definitely thrash, but it has, to me, it has that same feel, and it, I mean, uh, just really impressive musicianship, and um, yeah, very screamy vocals. I'm not a big fan of his vocals, but the music is so <laughs> fun that uh, it's oh, yeah. worth checking out, um, which in a lot of ways, I think, uh, metal can be that way. I don't. A lot of times, I don't think people necessarily listen to that genre solely for the vocals. Um, and uh, no. <laughs> uh, for a pick, kind of uh, like yours, Garrett. Uh, I was kind of trying to find something because I just thought it'd be fun um, to uh, to add something along those lines. And I did come up with a uh, a Spanish uh, Chilean metal band called. Their name is Crisalida, and uh, they they have an album called uh, Terra Ancestral. I don't know if um, they're... Yeah, I think it should be probably in Spanish, so Terra Ancestral. Um, And they... I don't know if they're, like, quite on the same par uh, as Oathbreaker, but uh, they're definitely a fun addition to checking them out, uh, just uh, for another, you know, from another... Uh, language and and stuff like that so i i definitely would uh recommend if, if you do like oathbreaker to give them a listen but it also uh, has been a little bit since i i listened to them and um i mean when i went back and checked them out i still thought it'd be a, a good addition but it it depends yeah it, you might be, think i'm crazy for adding that into there so but it definitely no, has I'll that check it out feel. sounds cool um and as far as uh, the additional more mother that I definitely recommend, um, I kind of broke it down a little bit uh, for and uh, you know for different genres because I feel like more mother more mother is like you know she has her toe in so many different you know different different genres and I uh, for like kind of your punk rock if you're like a punk rocker or just into rock in general or even metal I guess uh, you know like. Uh, maybe not as extreme metal as some of the stuff we talked about today, but if you're into like nine inch nails, uh, that kind of more, uh, style, you would definitely like, uh, more jewelry is what it's under. So it's M O O R just like more mother with jewelry. Um, it's the album called true opera. That is a lot of fun the whole way through. Um, I can't remember who she's on that album with, but uh, another, uh, musician they they just teamed up and kind of made this okay. full kind of punk rock um album and i'll look that up real sick. fast uh his name or her name i don't know is uh, mental jewelry so okay. um 
they kind of just blended those two. Uh, and then if you're in the like modern hip hop, that's kind of, uh, I think this one is pretty accessible. Uh, it's called, it's a word newest one, I believe called brass from more mother. Uh, it's just kind of a really cool hip hop album. Uh, that is 100% worth checking out. If you're into rap or hip hop, um, she's got a few futures on there that are pretty cool. Um, but yeah, brass is the name of that one. That's super cool. And, the uh, um if you're into the jazz stuff that you heard on irreversible entanglements her album circuit city definitely the same you're gonna go down that same road with that very poetry based lots of just insane jazz uh music going on avant-garde free jazz whatever yeah you want to call it it's it goes down that 100 percent. and uh for the last one if you're if anybody out there is into like death grips or uh shabazz palaces um yeah her album fetish bones goes into that whole kind of zone okay. while also having kind of a uh industrial i mean all that music sounds very industrial anyway but um yeah it it, it, it seems to center itself a little bit more on like a industrial music basis um as well uh you know industrial oh. metal so it that one's yeah i'll definitely crazy like that. so uh i mean you can't go wrong with really any of her albums that she has out from 2016 to 2020 so just i would recommend like giving them all a listen but that just gives you i mean in the playlist i'll throw a few picks in there i already have some set aside so um definitely just hop in in the playlist and give some of those a listen if if uh some of those tickle your fancy uh check out the full album because i promise it won't disappoint she has something for everyone and i i know i'm missing things because she's done so she's been a part of many projects so um maybe further on down the line in other episodes i'll have to keep those highlights coming as i find out more i follow her on twitter to kind of keep up uh but she puts out a lot uh she's definitely pretty prolific so um i i definitely feel like yeah, i missed a few like things <laughs> um i have maybe another really super obvious suggestion kind of tangentially related to that if um somehow you haven't uh listened to um uh kendrick lamar to pimp a butterfly um kind of the whole jazz music and like poetry thing if you like that about this project definitely if you haven't checked out to pimp a butterfly somehow like that's a pretty like it it, it, thematically it touches on a lot of the same things like kind of being black in america today musically it touches a lot of the same things um there's so many people attached to that project too that are really amazing in the jazz world so definitely worth checking out yeah i mean it's got robert glasper on it you know you can't yeah it's got i mean i can't even you could go on forever but he's like one of my heroes and Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I, I found out he was on that album after I had really gotten into Kendrick Lamar, but I mean, if you, it's, it's uh, crazy how many people worked on that thing that are like yeah. really a big deal in the yeah. jazz and like LA music scene. And I mean, if you haven't, I mean, just, you could really start anywhere with Kendrick Lamar and enjoy it. Uh, I, I definitely, I have him featured on one of our mini episodes coming up. So, um, ah, cool. Definitely. Uh, just just keep an ear out um because he'll definitely be referenced coming down the line i mean uh, he's amazing but with that that's that's going to conclude our uh brutal female vocalists and uh like i said might not be for the faint of heart most of this music that we're putting on there uh it's definitely not um it's not for everybody um mm-hmm. but there's there's a lot on here that is uh, a lot, if you're into and you're open to this kind of music you'll you'll find a lot that you'll like and i would say there's probably going to be a lot more of that to come as well as far yeah. as just things that 
you're you're not gonna have to necessarily. I mean, we don't even have to necessarily like everything that we choose and listen to. It's kind of right. you know. Um, and like, and that's the thing. And one of the biggest things about this show is, uh, you know, it, I I put it in our our bios on social media. We're not. We're just three guys that like music, and we really just want to get together and talk about it. Uh, we're not some kind of journalists. We're not some kind of um, you know big wig music world people. But you know, I think uh, the world needs more kind of conversation like this because uh, the, I, we 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 just want to get get out there some some stuff that maybe you haven't heard about, and maybe sometimes it's stuff that you have heard about that's more popular, and you just have, you can resonate with our thoughts. Um, and so I really hope that uh, you'll be able to check out some of this stuff in the playlist and and find some value from it because there's definitely a lot of value to be had there. And with that, we're going to close out this episode. If you guys haven't given us a rate and review on Apple music, please give us a shout out. We'd love to see it and um, follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And if we're not somewhere that you think we should be, let us know uh, because uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get our hands in anywhere we can to find more people to reach out to and, and talk with about amazing music. And um, if you like some of these albums, let us know uh, whether it's in a review or on social media and uh, let us know maybe what we missed. And we hope to catch you guys on the next one. Like we said, um, I think at the beginning of the episode, we're going to start doing these uh, average Joe mini shows on our off Wednesdays. So Keep an eye out for those. Those are going to be just little snippets to keep you guys posted of what we're listening to. Maybe stuff that doesn't quite necessarily fit into our our normal show topics, but stuff we think you should check out or stuff that is you know near and dear to us that we just want to mention because we love it so much. So give that a listen when it comes out next Wednesday, and um, yeah enjoy you guys we'll see you in a week in uh, a week and a half for the normal episode 